This is the Kitzer of Sicha Beis of Parshas Bamidbar and Chelik Yitches, page 6. It's a pretty lengthy Sicha. We'll try to get in as much as possible. So the Rebbe begins with the Pasik, Bekoides Bnei Levi, Kol Zachami Ben Chodesh Ramayla Tifkedeng, that the, the Shevet of Levi is going to be counted from a month old. And as she says, from the age when you know it's not a nafel anymore, he's counted to be part of the ones in charge in, in the base of Mikdash. So the question here is, why does Rashi have to say anything? Isn't it self-understood what it says here in the Pasuk? Rashi doesn't usually give reasons for mitzvahs, or reasons for details of mitzvahs. Why here does Rashi find it necessary to give reasons? There are other places in the Teda where it mentions the age of Ben Chaydish Vamaila by Erechin, and there's a by Miyoy Mashmini regarding Karbanis, because of also the same reason to know that the Behemoth is not a Nafel, and there Rashi says nothing. Why here does Rashi explain? And then Rashi even adds more that it's then he's Nimneli Kara Shaymer Mishmeres HaKadish. Then he can be called, he has the title of Shaymer Mishmeres HaKadish. Why is Rashi saying this? And you look in the Pasuk, we know what the job of the Leviyam are. The Pasuk says this, V'shamres Mishmaratoy, Lavedis Avedis HaMishkan. What's Rashi being Mechadish at all? Besides that, for some reason Rashi chooses Shaymer Mishmeres HaKadish, which is actually a term that it says later in the Pasuk, primarily regarding B'nai Kahas, and not regarding all the Leviyam. Why does Rashi choose this? And Rashi here is saying different than what he himself said before, that it's, it's the fact that the Levim are like the legion of the king, they serve in the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore they're counted separately from all the Klal Yisrael. Why is Rashi here giving a new explanation? Really, if you look in the Pesukim, it would seem that the reason for counting the Levim is because they're the ones that are going to redeem the Bechayris, as it says later in the Pasuk, that they're replacing the Bechayris. By the Bechayris, Rashi clearly says that they're only counted from a month and, and older, for the same reason. So again, if so, it's self-understood that the Levim that are replacing the Bechayris is from that age. Why does Rashi have to say anything over here more new that, he, that we wouldn't know, that we wouldn't understand on our own? Then Rashi brings from the Medrash, Omer Rab Yudah Ber Shalom, Lomu Duaysa Shevet Lies Nimnem and Abetem, that this Shevet has a history of being counted straight out of the womb. Shenema She Yolda Yisa Levi B'Mitzrayim Yechavet was born when she came into Mitzrayim in Knisosa B'Pesach Mitzrayim Yolda Yisa V'Nimnes B'Shivim Nafesh, and she's counted as one of the seventy souls. She Keshat Amayne Cheshbayin Lo Timtzem Al Shivim Chasa Achas V'Hi Ishlimas Aminyan, that you you see over there it's missing one seventy minus one. And she completes the count. So the question is, again, why does Rashi have to bring all of this? Rashi in Pshut Shemikra doesn't bring these kinds of Midrashim. And over here, Rashi uh, brings the name of Rabbi Yehuda Barab Shalom. The Rebbe wants to know, as always, why Rashi brings the name of the one that says this. And the Rebbe points out a lot of different details here in the Lashon of Rashi that's very unique. This Lashon of Menabeten from the stomach. Now, why doesn't Rashi simply say from when he's born? And also Pesach Mitzrayim, which does not say in the Medrash, at the door, at the entrance of Mitzrayim. Shivim Chaser Achas is an unusual Lashon. Why does Rashi bring that? 70 minus 1 and not 69. Or in general, even more so, the Rebbe says that in, earlier in Parshas Vayigash, Rashi says that right when you see when the Pasuk says Shloishim B'Sholosh, that it's 33 from the children of Leah, there the question comes up that it's really 32. So why doesn't Rashi here bring that proof? Why does he prove it from the Shivim? And the Rabbi points to Rashi back in Parshas Vayigash. Dear Rashi and Vayigash does prove it from Shloishim V'Sholish. So what changed over here? There's something very unique about all of these different precise wording that Rashi says over here in this Rashi that some kind of a point that Rashi is trying to
can make. What is that? So the Rebbe points out and says that over here, the main point of the Levine being counted at this point is the fact that the Eivisha chooses them to serve in the Beis HaMikdash. And as Rashi says, that that the Yidna are hiring the Levim to serve in the Beis HaMikdash. Here the Pasuk is not talking about the fact that the Levim are replacing and redeeming the Bechayis. That's not the main theme over here. That comes later in the parasha. Here we're talking about the fact that they're counted especially because they're taking the place of the Levim to do the Avedah. If so, Rashi is coming to answer a simple question. If that's the purpose of them being counted, at what age does the Levim start working in the Beis HaMikdash? At 30 years old. So why are they being counted from 30 days old? That's the question over here. Therefore, Rashi tells you that from that point, from that age, we know that they're not anymore a nafel, and really they should be counted from birth, because from birth, a levi is called Shoyme Mishmeres HaKadosh. He already has this title of Shoyme Mishmeres HaKadosh. But the question, of course, is, how is that possible? How could you say that from birth, he already has such a kind of a title? He's not doing anything. So therefore, Rashi shows you that Yecheved was already counted also at that point. And the main thing Rashi is trying to prove from Yecheved is not the fact that she was counted so young, but that she was the one that was mashlim, this big number of 70, which was the number, the full number of Klal Yisrael at that point. Similar over here, this Levi, at a month old, he could be mashlim, the Aveda, and he could have this title of Shaymin Mishmeres HaKadosh being hired by Yidin to do the Aveda in the Beis HaMikdash. But however, the question still is, a title? That's all it is. It seems to be just a title because the, the, the baby at that point is not doing anything. What's the significance of the title? So Rabbi Yehuda Bar Abshalom himself says in the Yerushalmi regarding David HaMelech that the Eivishter punished him that six months that he served as a king in addition to the 40 years, so in one Pasuk, it skips those six months and it does not give him the title of a king for those six months. And that was a punishment. So we see that the title matters according to Rabbi Yudah Shalom's opinion. So the same thing in the Pazit over here, the title of Shem and Mishmeres HaKadosh is, is something that matters and it's granted to the Levi from the time of birth or from 30 days old. But the question still remains, this title, well, how could you give a title if there's nothing that the Levi is doing for it yet at that point? You would be able to say that this is based on the future, as you find that ever quotes here from the Gemara and the Dorim, the Yerushalmi, that says that you see that you can base it on the future, but it's very difficult to say that's what Rashi means, as the Rebbe points out over here. And therefore the Rebbe says the point is, when the Levim guarded the Mishkan, when Rashi chooses these words, he's referring specifically to the Aveda of the Levim guarding the Mishkan. That was not only by the Levim that were actually standing by the Mishkan guarding the Mishkan, but it also includes all the Levim that were camping, Yachnu Soviv, the Mishkan Eidos, through camping there, they are guarding the Mishkan. So in that sense, even a baby, is camping there, is living there, and he already begins presently his job of being there to protect the Mishkan. However, the point still remains, you can ask, but isn't he isn't it together with his mother? Isn't he dependent on his mother? He can't do anything. So how could we attribute this name to him of being Shemirim Mishmeres HaKadosh? So therefore, Rashi adds that this is something that's unique regarding Shevet Levi. Because by Shevet Levi, we find the same thing by Yecheved, that even the, the, her dependence on her mother, also she's counted and is mashlim the Shivim Nefesh. What's the point over here? Where, where exactly was Yecheved born? So Rashi points out, Yecheved was born in the Pesach of Mitzrayim. What's the uniqueness about the Pesach? Pesach is inside, 
but it's also sort of outside because the Pesach is that doorway that's connected to the outside and to the inside. So therefore, because her mother was pregnant with her before she came to Mitzrayim, she could be counted as those that arrived to Mitzrayim and was there already before. But on the other hand, though, she's actually born within the doorway of Mitzrayim. So therefore, we see that even when she still, still sort of depended on her mother, she can be counted separately to be mashlim, the Shivim Nefesh. And it's the same thing also regarding the Shevet Levi, that even at the stage when the baby is still dependent on his mother, he's presently considered to be Shemim Mishmeres HaKadosh. And Rashi says, Shivim Chaser Achas, to make the point that really Yechevet was counted as the ones that arrived to Mitzrayim because she was really before in her mother's womb. But she was Chaser. She wasn't born yet. But then when she's born in the Pesach, that's Mashlim that she now could be counted to be Mashlim the 70. So that's the explanation of Rashi that here we see this idea that the, the, the Levi from the moment he's born or from, from uh, 30 days old, he could already be considered, he could have the title of Shaymen Mishmeres HaKadosh just by being there around the Mishkan. And Yenish al that ever says, we could learn from this Rashi, it says, see this regarding the Pasuk, that this refers to the Sphira of Malchus, which is Mashlim all the Sphiris. The idea of Mashlim all the Sphiris means that it draws down what exists in the world of Atzillus to the main purpose, bringing it further down into the lower world. And therefore we could say that this is the same concept here by Yecheved, that she brings down the main revelation that exists in higher worlds down into the Golos, into Mitzrayim. And this is here the Chiddush about Yechevet, that there's two opposites said about Yechevet. On one hand, Yechevet is the one that was born in Mitzrayim, Knisosa, as she entered Mitzrayim, that's where she was born. Because she represents bringing Malchus down into Biyah, bringing the revelation into the place of Golos itself. But at the same time, in order to be able to take Eden out of the Mitzrayim, a prisoner can't free themselves. She has to have a revelation from higher, from a higher place from out of Mitzrayim to be able to take the Eden out of Mitzrayim. So therefore she's born at the Pesach of Mitzrayim, which is related to outside Mitzrayim, in order to be able to bring the Geula into Mitzrayim, as she herself did right in the beginning, this is also related to the name of Rabbi Yehuda Barab Sholem. Yehuda is a Pam Oida, which refers to the sphere of Malchus. Sholem refers to Teira, which is the sphere of Teferes. And Yehuda Barab Sholem is a combination of the two, the Kabbalah soil, which is related to Malchus, accepting the yoke of heaven, and the learning of Teira, which is the sphere of Teferes. By combining the two together, which also is the combination of Niglu the Teira, which is Malchus, and Pnimi Yisar which is Teferes, then this combination will bring about Malchus Meshichem Bekarev Mamish.